0: John Vogel, NFL draft blitz, sitting here with Derwin Johnson, and he's a cornerback coming out of Redlands. Which is, uh, talk a little bit about Redlands, man, because I don't think a lot of people know. I honestly, I didn't know about Redlands until I put on your tape. <laughs> Let's yeah. Talk a little bit about Redlands and where that is, and uh, you know where you like where that started for you.
1: Well, Redlands is in uh, Southern California, the IE area um uh, mm-hmm. it's a d3 program it's pretty much the the it runs california pretty much like most of the time we're winning conference uh if it's not every year it's every other year like we win it like this past year we had a down year but my junior year we won it and i'm pretty sure this year they're about to regroup and finish the job you feel me yeah like oh yeah on? oh yeah yeah so it's pretty much like it's like we like alabama of like the sky act pretty much
0: that makes sense and so, like D3, I don't get a lot of time to go into D3 unless I'm studying specific people. And so, that's still a whole level personally that I'm still learning. You know, like I have to go through the comb the rosters and I'm looking for, you know, body types and that kind of thing, just like anybody else's in the scouting game. But uh, understanding like what the level, comp- like not the, the, what, who's winning down there, who's, who's the good programs and stuff, I'm still figuring all of that out. So, I do apologize that I don't know that, and I'm glad that you're able to explain that for me, not just me, but everybody else that would be listening. And so first things first, man, is I always like to talk about football with you guys. I think everybody's story uh, tells a lot about their playing style, the way that they were raised, the way that they came up. And so I always like to do this. So for you, when did you start playing football? What did that look like back in the day?
1: Well, I first started playing football in the fourth grade. I always wanted to play when I was, like, younger, but my mom always said no because, like, I was not the biggest kid. I was always skinny. And, like, she's like my baby, my baby. Like, I don't want you to get hurt. But, like, you know, she had to let me grow up some a little bit and just let me play. You know, a couple of the guys in my family got in their ear, told her to let me play. And then it first started with flag. I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. She still didn't let me play tackle right away. So I had to play flag. And, like, I was like the fastest person on the field, usually one of the most athletic. So I played pretty much everything from flag from fourth grade to fifth grade. Sixth grade, I didn't play nothing. You know, I was just still training and stuff. I had a brother. He played football. He was actually a great at his high school. And I just wanted to be great too. So I pretty much trained, trained, trained all through middle school and stuff. And then high school, I got my opportunity to play tackle. And I just took off from there. I started at safety and receiver. And then... Pretty much I was supposed to move to varsity my sophomore year, but I was still a little small and they took all the good players already and my JV coach wanted me to stay like develop a little bit more. So I did. So that's pretty much what I did. That and makes then,
0: sense too, because when I see you on film,
1: you know, especially when you're coming up and you're making a
0: tackle, you look like a safety. I mean, you have that sort of, you know, that build, that that technique when you come up you, you like to work downhill. Uh, When you when you make these tackles on tape, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It was just
1: that 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 was a puzzle piece that got
0: fit in. Right.
1: Yeah, that's where it all started. Pretty much. I pretty much started at safety. I made the transition, the corner, actually, my junior year starting on varsity because they needed a starting corner and they were pretty much like set at safety. So I was like, I'll play corner just because like I like to press and be aggressive and, you know, just getting people's face and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's how I pretty much started that Corner. And my first year, I got first team all-conference. And, you know, just pretty much like it was just that for me. Like, I already knew, like, I'm going to be a corner, I feel like. So then my senior year, I worked even harder, got bigger, got up to 175. I was about 5'10", 175. Got faster, ran a 10-9, 100 in track. Just, you know, just trying to be the best athlete I could be. And then senior year, I had an even better year. You know, I got first team all-conference, second team all-area, pretty much like all-desert sun. Mm -hmm. I I still feel like I got snubbed first team personally, but you know how it is. They like like what they like. I'm not even even tripping over it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's the funny thing, too, is it's like when I'm talking with guys that are first getting – they're just getting into scouting and stuff, and they'll write these scouting reports and they'll have all the accolades – you know, oh, they were first team conference, blah, 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 this and that. And I'm just like, man, nobody cares about the media stuff. Nobody like literally you, if you were to write out a list of accolades for a, a general manager where they're like, Oh, he won all this, this and that. They're going to be like, I don't care. Cause the media is so messed up with the way that they cover football. Half of them don't understand the sport properly, you know? So yeah. it's like, imagine a guy that's never set foot on a football field. Basically, naming who he thinks should be the top five offensive linemen. Like, is a guy ever watched an offensive lineman play in his life? Yeah. You know, it's like I you. it turns into this big thing. So, you know, like it's obviously like if you didn't get first team. You know, end of the day, it's like, like you said, they like who they like, and so it's not that big of a deal. The uh, so, what made you when you came out and you were recruiting and you were going through this entire process? What what did that look like for you? How much interest was there? And, you know, talk about that experience a little bit, too.
1: Oh, so for me in high school, like recruiting, it was really just letters and just getting you know, opportunities to go to camps. But, like, mm-hmm. I didn't really perceive nothing serious. And I went to a showcase for, you know, like after signing day people, it was like a lot of smaller schools. It was like one of the smaller showcase schools, like camps. And I went. I performed well. A lot of NAIAs and, you know, lower league competition was, like, offering me and stuff. But I felt like I could go to JUCO route, so I went JUCO. And then my first year, I had to, you know, wait for my opportunity. You know what it is. They had, like, a dude they liked. I felt like I was better, but I was, I'm i a humble dude. I'm always wait. My opportunity is going to come, and I'm going to shine. And that's what happened. I ended up being the starter the rest of the year, about four games in, had some solid tape, Uh, started receiving some interest. Memphis was talking to me a little bit after that. But nothing serious Mm -hmm. happened with them. So then my sophomore year, like, it was just – I was the only, like, pretty much returner after that because a lot of, like, the players was getting in trouble or hurt and all that stuff that was going to come back with me. So I was really the only one that was, like, you know, had experience, basically like a veteran kind of. And we had Mm -hmm. a lot of freshness starting. So then that's when I got moved back to safety again. And that's when I started playing more downhill and all that stuff. And I played a lot of nickel too. Because, you know, my coach likes my coverage abilities, too. So, he was trying to make sure I could display that, too. So, I play a lot of nickel as well. And then, if they had, like, a dude on the outside, I'll go back to the corner and move one of the freshmen back to safety. So, it was really just, like, I was just – I'm just a grinder. So, like, I'm so used to just, like, having to wait my turn. And just when my turn comes, I take it full advantage of it, pretty much. So, then, after that, I graduated in the spring. So, that kind of messed up my process of going D1, yeah. too. yeah because you know they like their little december grads and i pretty much graduated in the spring so that kind of messed everything up so i went d2 i went to arkansas some stuff fell out with the uh my grades and stuff like that so then i had to go back sat out the year then i went to east central and that's where i grew up learned a lot of technique got better as a corner shout out to coach finellis and all them over there at ecu when they was there he's now the Head deep, or not the head coach, the DB coach at Illinois now. He's a real mm-hmm. great man. He knows what he's talking about. He taught me a lot of a lot of technique, with the man press technique and all that stuff. There were a
0: bunch of guys that came out of East Central too, because I yeah. I've been writing I've been writing that school out a lot in scouting reports and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a great program, and like I went there during the COVID process, so you know how that went. So I didn't really get to even play there. And then I and my grandma. Was, it was like dying back home. So I made the decision to hit the transfer portal. And that's how I ended up at Redlands. Because I was originally going to go to Azusa Pacific, but it shut down. Right. So that ruined me playing D2 in California. So then I just ended up going to Redlands. I had a, I already had a cool relationship with Coach Moore and a couple people on the staff. Just because they've been recruiting me for the longest time. I guess it was just like Redlands is always a fallback plan. Like, you know. Like It's just right there. It's not too far from home. It's an hour away. It's just right there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And like you said, they're a really good
0: program in their division and in their yes. level. And so, you know, you know that you're going to get a little bit more attention just because of that, because you guys are winning. You're playing extra games.
1: Yes, sir. And also, they had uh, a couple corners, actually, the opportunities to go to some teams. So that also caught my eye, too. And also, I had a friend. He was going through pretty much the same stuff I was, and we both decided to end up going to Redlands. And he's going to be coming up this next year. He played running back over there. He's going to be a. Uh, he's going to be great.
0: So when you when you look at your game, uh, the first thing that I kind of said when we got on this call before we started recording was I like your tackling ability. and I think that you're a man coverage corner. Like I see the man ability. That's what you looks like you prefer doing. Yes. Sir. So when I see, so you know, like. Football is a game of self-evaluation, right? You're constantly having to self-evaluate and look at yourself and the way that you approach the game. So talk about what you think you are – where are you most comfortable playing? What do you like doing the most at the corner position?
1: I love playing, man. I like playing press, man, getting in his face. I'll play off, man, too. I feel like I worked on that pretty well, and I feel a lot more comfortable playing seven and one off. You know, worked on my lateral steps, stay square. I'm just I've been working a lot of staying square, so I don't have to really open up as much. So I Mm -hmm. keep everything in front of me. So I feel a lot more comfortable, man. um, I feel like I still need to improve a little bit more in zone. It's not nothing crazy, but I know I can improve.
0: Yeah. And like I like we were talking about is when you come when you come up to make tackles, I thought your awareness was good. You look like you enjoy tackling people.
1: Oh, yes, sir. I so, come down with an attitude like I just like when I come downhill, I just feel like I can't let him get past me. I feel like there's no one behind. Me. I feel like I'm the last of the fans and I can't let my team down. Like I'm a real big team guy and like I, I'd be hard on myself.
0: That's how you have to be too, at This Like like we were saying before we even got going, I think the corner is a position that you, it's part of the defense. You've got to be able to tackle. You know, we've looked at guys. We've watched guys come out go in the first round. I'm going to give you a great example. You might remember this guy, CJ Henderson, a few years ago, came out of Florida. Dude was an awesome cover guy. Did not want to touch anybody as a tackle. You know, like, hated tackling. You'd watch him, and he would find every possible way to avoid trying to make a tackle that he possibly could on the field. It was one thing I couldn't stand about him. But, you know, those guys, those kind of guys typically don't make it at the next level, right, in professional football, because your whole point purpose is you are a defender. You got to tackle. So when I yes, see sir. a corner that wants to be physical, that wants to tackle, I'm all in. Now, yes, so we we're also talking about some of your testing. You just did a camp with the Rough Raiders out of uh, the CFL. So talk a little bit about that experience, and then uh, also, actually, we got we're gonna have a touch on FBS of uh, the FCS bowl too. But your camp with the rough with the Rough Riders, talk about that and that experience, and what you were able to kind of take away from that?
1: uh, It was a pretty good experience. I felt like I left a lot on the table. Like, I give myself a 7 out of 10. Once, I, once again, I tell you, I'm hard on myself. I know I only lost one rep really throughout the day, but like, you know, I feel like there's still more to improve on. You know, they're coming, they're not really stationary at the position, you know. They get mm-hmm. to run up to the line, you know, and they get all that space, you know, do get wiggy, and all that stuff, and give a little bit of finesse, but I felt like I held my own. I didn't really didn't really give up much. I only gave up one ball, pretty much, like I said. But it was one bad rep, and I'm part of myself, like I said. I don't really like losing.
0: And the CFL, like you mentioned, too, prioritizes speed. And it, you told me you hit a 4.49 hand time there. And so there's some speed to work with, right?
1: Yes, yeah, sir. And I like feel you, like said, I still, you said
0: 10.9 I, I, in high school, 100-meter dash. Is that what you said? Yes, yeah, sir. It's flying, man.
1: Yes, sir, but I still feel like there's a lot more in the tank. Like always, I'm hard on myself.
0: Isn't that the beauty of football, though, where it's like, as a player, as a coach, it doesn't matter what you do in the sport, you're always chasing perfection. You're never going to hit it, but that just means that you've always got something to chase. Isn't that just the most beautiful thing? Yes, sir. You did the FCS Bowl, too, which was back in December. Talk a little bit about that experience <laughs> and what no, you were to asking- take away from that.
1: That was actually a really good experience. I got to stack up against some of the best throughout the nation, from FCS all the way to NEIA level. And, like, there's talent everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, uh, first play, I'm going to be honest with you, I tried to, you know, I tried to, you know, get aggressive with the receiver, slap my hands down. I got back in phase, made a deflection, made a play. But after that, I was like, I got to wake up a little bit. It's, you know, some of the, it's a, it's a little faster out here. I adjusted. I feel like I adjusted well, like I said. I di- I didn't really lose no one on ones like usual. I did what I was supposed to. I felt like in practice, and I felt like I displayed enough talent in front of the scouts, you know, because the Packers seemed to like what they like. They uh, they showed a little bit of love after a couple of my reps, and then I talked to the Colts, but that was really before any of the practices and stuff. They just asked pretty much how, like my my pre- my past was and all that stuff, pretty much like normal questions.
0: When you look look at yourself in the mirror, what is the thing that you're trying to you've been trying to prove on this offseason as a player?
1: Man, I'm trying to be more technical, just like with hips coming on my brakes. I'm just trying to I'm working on everything. It don't even matter if I'm I feel like I'm already good at it. I just want to be great at it. And I'm I'm still working on speed, even though I'm fast. I'm still working on speed. I'm trying to be even faster. You can always get faster. That's the thing, right? And
0: it's like it, uh, that'll always help. Now, the uh, when if I'm a coach and I'm trying to teach you something about you know whether it's a technique or something schematic based, what is the best way for me to teach you? How how do you learn?
1: You just one on one, break it down to me. Pretty much like just show me what you want me to do. Like just demonstrate it, and I'll do it. And then if you see something wrong, just tell me, and I'll fix it. I'm pretty coachable as it is. Like, if you talk to pretty much any of my coaches, they know I'm coachable, and I like to learn and I soak it in like a sponge. If, um,
0: dang it, sorry, excuse, I got I got sidetracked on my question because I'm ADD as fuck. If you can't tell, so oh, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is that impression that you're trying to leave? Right when you're talking with a team, you're interviewing, you're doing something. What is that impression that you want to leave with somebody about the type of player that you are? The type of person that you're gonna be in the locker room?
1: I'm hardworking team player. I'm not a troublemaker. I'm I'm a good dude. I'm pretty I'm I'm it's not really football related, but I'm funny, I guess. It's always <laughs> it's always good to have a funny dude around. You feel me? Just to lighten up the day. Um yeah, and as for a football aspect, I'm coachable. I'll do all the dirty work. I don't care if I get the shine or not, but I'm going to do what I got to do. Just put my team on the back if I have to, whether it be a block, go make a tackle on special teams, return the ball, whatever. I'm, I'm that type of dude. Like, I'll do whatever. Whatever coach has me to do, I'll do it. Swiss Army knife type.
0: Yeah, I believe that. And because when I put on your highlight tape, the first three minutes of it was, you know, coverage and tackling and all that. And then there was another minute there that was special teams.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. I enjoy blocking the gunner. It kind of, like, I just try to show, like, my versatility. I enjoy blocking the guy. I'm just very aggressive. Like, I'll block to the floor. I'll try. I'll get in the way, whatever it takes, just to help the team. That's that's exactly what
0: I'm pointing out here, too, because, like, there's not many players that I go put on a highlight tape (laughs) that they've made, and there's special teams reps in there. Which is so that's this kudos to you. It was a, it was a very nice touch to your uh, highlight tape. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. But man, you know how this process is. It's tough. It's physical, unforgiving. I think is another really good word, right? With yes, just sir. you know the amount of talent that there is, that's all coming in. I think as long as you stay positive, you're gonna be fine through this process, dude. Yes, sir.